Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1... Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 isn't that the truth? It truly does not matter who the host is. Today's Monday, November 9th of 2020, day 314th of the year, and only 52 days left to go. Anyways, how are you? It's been a while. Since we were able to hang out, do some things together, have some fun, as some would call it, or actually just listen to some nonsense together. Anyways, everything's going extremely well on this end of the woods. Anyways, let's talk about it real quick. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in, well, Orlando, Florida, just in case you were not aware. So that's what we have going on right away. So a lot of stuff, a lot of fun, a lot of different things have occurred over the last, well, a little bit of time since we last hung out. The last day I was with you was Wednesday of last week. Not trying to bring up the torture chamber of not being around, but that was when the last time I was here to hang. Now, the interesting part about the whole thing is that quite a few things have changed since then. Of Now, actually, as I did not expect, um, it looks like the, they have already have the elected, the elected future president, Joe Biden. So there you go. There's some that. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, definitely. So don't worry. We're I'm not going to stagger away from it. I might a little be a little bit behind compared to some on what's going on. But anyways, a lot of interesting stuff going on right away. So let's talk for a moment. I know it's been a few days, but let's start off with the way that everything normally goes. So let's talk about it real quick. On this particular show, we talk about the news and what's going on in the news, and then we talk about safety and the news, and then also inside of there, we talk about the different things that are trending. So we talk about the trends, what people are enjoying, what people are doing, so on, things that happened over the weekend. So what we're going to talk about right now, before I get into my nonsense and we listen to the pro people on this other side over here, um, what I'm going to do is jump in and tell you what were some of the Twitter hashtags for over the weekend, so let's go for it this way. Anyways, Twitter was full of pro-Biden-Harris tweets over the weekend. It was projected by multiple media outlets that Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Complimentary hashtags included hashtag Biden-Harris, hashtag Madam VP, hashtag Glass Ceiling, hashtag Joe Biden, hashtag Kamala Harris, hashtag President Biden. On Sunday, hashtag smelly Fox News farts was trending as Twitter users sounded off about boycotting Fox News. 
were calling Biden the next president. Many felt that it was the conservative network that should have been backed President Trump. Another hashtag that was making the sequences was hashtag Clem versus ND. It was trending after fighting Irish upset Clemson Tigers 47 to 40 in a double overtime Saturday. Static fans rushed to the field after the game, leading to many to comment about the massive crowd during these times of social distancing. So that's what you had going on with the trends over the weekend. Isn't that fun? You know, some brand new trends. We had to talk about them. That's what happens. And so right now, what we need to talk about was what the hell is going on in the world of the news. And let's get into that right away. Or let's try that again right away. If my computer likes me anymore, it probably hates my guts. Okay, let's do it some other way then. If it's not going to like me, I thought we were ready for the news. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Molly Barrett. A COVID-19 vaccine developed by Pfizer and BioNTech prevents 90% of people from getting the virus, according to preliminary analysis. It's been tested on over 43,000 people without safety concerns being raised and could receive emergency approval for use by the end of the month. U.S. President-elect Joe Biden is planning for his first days in office with his transition team making the coronavirus pandemic a top priority. He's also considering cabinet appointments as he takes the helm of a divided nation. From Washington, Jaguti Dave reports. Joe Biden fought the election with the pandemic front and centre of his messaging. And as president-elect, one of his first decisions is to form a coronavirus task force. I will name a group of leading scientists and experts as transition advisors to help take the Biden-Harris COVID plan and convert it into an action blueprint that will start on January the 20th, 2021. That plan will be built on bedrock science. It will be constructed out of compassion, empathy and concern. According to media reports, the task force will be led by former Surgeon General Vivek Murthy and a former FDA commissioner, Dr David Kessler. Biden is also reportedly planning to issue executive orders once he takes office to reverse some of his predecessors' policies. He's widely anticipated to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord and renew the US's membership of the World Health Organization. And then there's the issue of the cabinet. Biden has said he's seeking for diverse and bipartisan appointments, which could include Republicans. The leader of the Tigray region in Ethiopia says the African Union must intervene to avoid a civil war. Ethiopia's Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed says repeated transgressions by Tigray's regional leaders have made military action necessary there. Brexit trade talks resume in London on Monday at the start of a key week for negotiations. The EU and UK are negotiating a trade agreement to come into force as a Brexit transition period ends at the turn of the year. Simon Conway reports from London. Boris Johnson insists there is a deal to be done as talks for a post-Brexit trade deal are set to get underway again. He and the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, agreed to redouble efforts to reach an agreement during a call on Saturday. But the Prime Minister said there are still significant differences. The broad outlines are, are, are pretty clear. Uh, we just need to, to get on and do it if we can. And I've, I've said that to Ursula von der Leyen and, and she, she totally agrees with me. The EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Michel Barnier, and his UK counterpart, Lord Frost, are now in a race against the clock to find a deal in time for it to come into force by the 31st of December, when the post-Brexit transition period ends. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why, but I always feel like I'm being picked on. I just don't get it. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the news. What do you think about hearing this whole thing with Pfizer now? You know, nine out of ten people it works with this whole thing. Uh, Let's be clear. The COVID-19 vaccine. I don't want anybody to think about any other Pfizer products. As we talk about it. So let's go from there. So a lot of stuff there. A lot of interesting things for sure. Um, I'm kind of curious of what this week's going to have to come. Uh, Some very interesting times for sure. 
Uh, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a few. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about what's going on inside of the world as we're able to see it, find it, and all that kind of fun stuff. So here we go. Let's talk about the other stuff that's going on inside of the news. A man with links to the cartel has been arrested for his role of senseless murder of three Mormon mothers and their six children last year. Jose Lara, member of Juarez Cartel, was busted last week in connection with to the massacre, according to the Mexico Attorney General. He has been charged with homicide and attempted homicide. Among those killed and attacked was Christina Marie Langford Johnson, Duana Ray Langford, and her sons Trevor Rogan. Trevor was 11, Rogan was 3. Renita Miller, 30, was also killed, along with her four children, including an 8-month-old. The motive behind the attack is still unclear. So there you go. Interesting seeing that information coming out of Mexico, according to the attorney general. But man, senseless acts of violence. Boy, we talk about that more and more, it seems like. And I know we're talking about a last year story. So let's not get too deep inside of that one. So let's continue. Two census takers relentlessly revealed that they were pressured by their supervisors to enter false information into computer systems about the homes they never visited. Maria Aker said that her supervisor in Massachusetts offered up a step-by-step instruction in how to trick the system, telling the Associated Press that she felt terrible terrible and knew what she was doing was lying but her supervisor kept reassuring her it was okay the other incident that occurred was in indiana when pam roberts was told to make up answers about households where no one else was home so there you go she told the outlet that she did not that she did it about two dozen households before refusing to continue the census bureau is looking into the allegations Oh, my Lord. This stuff. I mean, we keep on now. I mean, this is going to be the popular thing. It sounds like it that way. Computer programming in regards of what's being entered into computers and what's exactly going on. Um, So we'll see here. So I'm not doubting Marie Aker and Pam Roberts about what they're saying, because, I mean, there is a possibility of things occurring. Let's just be realistic. But, man, two of them, similar cases. So now we just need to find out who's behind, who's behind the masquerade. Because I'll tell you, I know some people that do some different things. Uh, and I've ran into a guy that I knew that he used to actually go meter reading. But this is back in like old school days when you used to get people's signature for meter reading. And I'm talking, I'm like a kid, I'm like 11, 12, 13. And I remember this dude asking me to sign some of these documents saying that I was a people that he was actually visiting. was like, what the hell, dude? So, you know, these things do happen. Let's talk about them for sure. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what all this other stuff is. We can have a conversation about Dominion, the computer program. uh, But I'm sure that that's going to open another hornet's nest. And I'm not talking about the murder hornets either. I'm just talking about a hornet's nest, period, because that's for sure. So, I I don't know how far I want to take that one. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff going on, because there's definitely plenty going on. And that's not even talking about the two days that I missed last week, that we could talk about that stuff, too, on what was going on in those days. Well, at least three were wounded during a shooting at the Circus Circus Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas Saturday night. The shooting occurred during an altercation of two groups of teens. Responding officers found that the wounded people were then transported to a hospital and are now in stable condition. A person of interest was arrested according to local Fox station. No word yet on what triggered that altercation. So there you go. A group of teens was the one that was causing the shooting. And so what ended up taking place is still unknown. Some hidden reports say that it was really seriously related to WAP. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about the world of Florida, 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 one more time. Florida man who has struggled with his poor eyesight, eye strain, and loss in vision created a robot to help insert and remove contact lenses. After almost losing his sight back in 2000 due to receiving the three corneal transplant and dealing with a thermal thermo due to anxiety craig hersoff invented 
Ciliara Lens Robot. Ciliara is an acronym for contact lens insertion and removal apparatus. The bot suction cups are to measure the the precise amount of force needed to insert and remove the lenses. Also, there is a camera attached to see if the lenses are going in exactly how it's supposed to be placed. The robot is currently undergoing clinical trials as Herzog hopes to have the device ready for commercial use as soon as next year, CNN reports. It will also require approval by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So there you go. What do you think about the tech? I know, little little side project there in regards to talking about what's going on in Florida. Um, but what do you think? What do you think about the robot that puts on contact lenses for you? Do you think it'll be a popular item? Because, you know, it kind of gets weird when you start talking about that. Because now we're talking about precision of a robot that's going to put this thing into your eye. What the hell happens if the thing breaks in the mid in the midpoint? I mean, we definitely don't know what to do then. Imagine that. They don't know. They have no remorse. They don't know what they're doing. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, after having all boys, Kettery and Jay Schwandit finally welcomed a baby girl. The Michigan couple who are parents of 14-year-old son... 14-year-old sons, hold on, parents to 14 sons, yeah, 14 sons, I said that wrong, 14 sons, welcome to Doubter last week, family has been trying, has been making headlines for years, whether they welcome a new baby, and even if they have their own live stream TV show, 14 outdoorsmen, which will now need to consider the title with the newest edition, 14 kids, and 15's a girl. Holy crap. 14 kids. It's a lot of children there. Four t- Imagine when that girl gets of age in regards to when she's able to date. Well, number one, the older ones will be gone more than likely. But holy shit, that's going to be a rough one. Whoever that person is. Just think about it that way. That's for sure. Anyways, a lot of stuff to talk about there. That's... So what's 14 outdoorsmen? I've never heard of the show, but then again, I don't hear about a lot of shows because I don't do a lot of things. Maybe that's the way to consider it. Let's continue. A foot-long snake-like creature had Virginia wildlife management and control officials scratching their heads. If if in a deleted post, the pest control service wrote that they received a call about a weird-looking snake and they had no idea what it was. Turns out the creature was a hammerhead worm, which is our native to Asia. The feet of normal earthworms and other organisms found that the uh, found in the soil. They are also sometimes cannibals. While they aren't a threat to humans or pets, the pest control experts suggest killing them by pouring salt or orange essence over them. Wow, this is animal control. Animal control. Interesting. Orange essence killed worm-like creatures. The hammerhead? I don't know. Is this is this important to you? Is this something you feel that you need to know? Because I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of common non common sense today. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, but something to think about, I guess. Now I'm almost wondering if I should develop like um buying some orange spray. You know, just have. Anyways, Wilbur, a six month old French bulldog, is the new mayor of Rabbit Harsh. Kentucky. The village never had an actual person or human as a mayor. Wilbert owners Amy Nolan told NBC News. The traditional the tradition of the election of an animal as a mayor in the town started back in 1990s as a fundraiser event for the Historical Society, according to Nolan. There has been more, five dog mayors, rabbit oh my god, of rabbit hash since the first named Goofy. The last mayor was a pit bull named Brian was the mayor from 2016 to 2020. So there you go. There you go. World of the weird for sure. A pet as the mayor. Now, I will tell you, where I live in Florida is close to a town called Christmas. Not to brag or anything. And so 
the town that I live close to that's called Christmas does have Christmas decorations, and it's a town, not a city, um, up year-round. But I don't think they have a mayor. But I always said that if that place was ever going to be successful, it would have to be ran like Whoville. Yeah, I said that. Whoville. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I guess a little bit of everything for everyone. That's one way to look at it. Okay, New England residents were jolted on Sunday morning by a quake off the coast of Massachusetts. The U.S. Geological Survey, USGS, said that the tremor was originally listed as magnitude 4.2 before downgrading it to a 3.6 just after 9 a.m. No damage or injuries were reported. Another earthquake, people. I know there's a lot of other things going on, but we don't talk about them. But you should do a search for earthquakes daily. Seriously, I'm not joking. A lot of interesting stuff. And I always kind of get all weirded out when it comes to some of this because these are areas that are not expecting and not that you really have an expectation of an earthquake, but you see a lot of them in California. A lot of people talk about it. So how do you plan? Unlikely, but, you know, possible. What kind of consequences is it going to have? You know, that kind of fun stuff. Talk about that a little bit. I, I've mentioned that from the time. It's called a hazard matrix, just in case, if you if you haven't heard of it. <laughs> but anyways, so how do you plan for it? That's really something to talk about. Like, do you start making plans for everything? Like, do you legitimately sit there and go, we're going to make a plan out for a tsunami, even if you're living in Oklahoma? It's just a question, because some people have to understand this, such as myself and others, of course. So that's why I asked the question. Just think about it that way. Duh. Okay, if you live in Greece and want to go outside, you must first text the authorities under the second nationwide lockdown. Residents are only allowed to leave their homes for work, physical exercise, or medical reasons, and only after first texting authorities to get permission. Also, travel within the country will be severely restricted. If permission is granted to leave the home, those who are out and about are required to carry an identification and a form detailing their reason for leaving. Worth noting, Hitler also made people carry around papers in identification. Okay, I'm just saying it, but man, that's kind of weird. Think about it. Think about it for a moment. You have to text somebody before you can go? I mean, if you have a national lockdown, what the hell is the lockdown for? If you're still, if you're doing it in that fashion, because that's kind of strange. So you can't trust the word of the people. And then the other portion that I want to understand is how would that occur here in the U.S. if it did? Because the feds would tell the governors and the governors would have to decide, right? Isn't that the way that it goes? Uh oh, I feel like I just went into politics, which I did not mean to do. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. What were you thinking? Um, so a lot of stuff there. But I mean, think about it. That's kind of weird for Greece. If you're in Greece, and I'm not talking about the Greece lightning type, what the hell's going to happen now? How do you look at these things? And I would love to have a better understanding as the as the word of the the world of the strange continues. Think about it that way. Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So you ready? What's a cow? Yeah, that's a legitimate question. A new study polled 3,500 young Americans between the ages of 11 to 24. On travel and adventure made interesting discoveries. The report from the RV travel site park in Paradise found that third of respondents have never seen a cow in person. Other finds, findings included 42% of participants said that they have never left the U.S., while 15% said that they have never been outside of the state where they were born. Meanwhile, 88% stated that they would love to travel more if opportunities were available. So something to think about there. So how strange is that? Think about this for a moment. One found that a third of respondents had never seen a cow in person. That's kind of, that's a large number. And not like I'm going, saying that I go around cow tipping or anything in the middle of the night, but I definitely know what a cow looks like. I've definitely seen a cow. Matter of fact, I think I even saw a cow today. No, seriously. 
to get out to get out to the boonies where I'm at, <laughs> you have to go through some cow pastures. Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. But kind of interesting that that many had not seen it. Now, I don't know it. I guess because of the amount that I get to travel or used to get to travel, because now I don't travel at all. Um, I've I I used to listen to that Johnny Cash song all the time. I've been everywhere because that's how I felt. But man, what a strange world. As we talk about this, like how different is this becoming? I mean, look at it that way. I don't know. Let's get into some more weirdness for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Nobody's life's easy. And sometimes life presents us with mountains that seem too high to climb. But that's when I dig in. When push comes to shove, it comes down to your will to win. I'm a trial lawyer, and a trial's a heavyweight championship fight. Figer Law won't back down, we won't give up, and we never give in. Ever. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, you're taking a listen to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM, just in case. So, as you know, I was not here last week, and let's talk about part of the reason why that was. So, let's go from there. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I didn't know how long it was going to take before I got to this point to have the discussion. So we are here today to talk about part of it for sure. Um, so just for reference pieces, things really did not go as expected. Yeah, I say it with no shame. That's for sure. So I wanted to talk about it here today. But we all know that last week there was an election. And there was a lot of conversation about it. And a lot of things going on, and things did not turn out the way that I thought that they were going to. So let me share with you what's going on. Now, if you're able to watch on the video, that's for sure. You'll be able to see it. But if you're not watching on the video, you won't see it. So the radio and podcast people will share that with you here in a moment. But this is what was going on. Dr. J. Allen was running for U.S. Congress. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. There's the sign. There's some people out and about pretty excited about the whole thing. And Dr. J. Allen was running for Congress. And he didn't make it. Dr. J. Allen did not make it into Congress. Yeah. Disheartening as you hear it. But that's what's going on. Did not happen. No Dr. J. Allen in Congress, as you can see right here showing even though there were some pretty ecstatic people out there hanging out blah 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 so that was it that was the reason i wasn't here it didn't happen now that's not really the case of why i wasn't here the fun part is that i found that guy kind of some people had reached out to me um no that is not me that is i am not that dr j allen but i thought it was interesting same name and all that kind of fun stuff but, yes, we did have an election last week, and part of the reason I wasn't here was due to that. And I really don't like talking too much about it, if we're being honest. But, you know, I have to tell you, not that I want to turn this into the political show, because it's going to be easy to do at this moment. But let's not do that for a moment. Let's talk about it in a different fashion. And believe me, I am not going to give you my, my view on politics, besides that I think they both suck, which we already know that because we talk about it all the time that I just don't want to talk about it. But let's be realistic. Back in 2016, half of the country was pissed off about who had won at the time. And some people were saying at the time that the election was rigged. Fast forward another four years, and we're kind of back into a similar scenario. Half the country's pissed off, and... They're saying that the election was rigged. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it was right four years ago. I don't know if it's right right now. All I know is that half of our country in the U.S. here is pissed off about what's going on. I mean, let's not be fooled. 
I don't know if you watch CNN. I don't know if you watch MSNBC. I don't know if you watch Fox News. I don't know if you watch Owen. There's different channels you could watch and you get different perspectives. That's for sure. All I say, and I don't know anything, definitely, when it's all set and done. Four years ago, half the country was hurting. Four years in present time now, the country was hurting now. Four years later, half. The other half. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to change. I can't tell you those things. If I did, I would probably definitely be in a different profession. But I look at this and I think about it all the time. We need to find something, not that I'm saying everybody needs to be in the middle, but it has to be, how do we make a better America as us citizens? Because regardless of what side of the ticket you stand on, this is to make the country better for you and I. So how does that work? How does that conversation start? Who can join it? I mean, who can actually, and I know that some people are going to be like, no, we need to have rules and we need to have this. And some people are going to be like, no, we need to be anti-rules and we need to have that. That's not the conversation. The conversation is making us all one and together. And yes, I'll be realistic. If I would, you would have told me last, before everything was said and done that we would have the results in less than a week, I would have told you I don't believe it. Depending on what side you're listening to, for sure, some people think that the election is done. Some people are saying that it's not done because of all the the policy, the all the court hearings that will take place. And of course, that's a whole separate conversation. That's for sure. But what becomes about the whole thing is that no election's ever certified until the state certifies it. That's always been that way. But you're hearing about it more and more now, which I find interesting. Um, but that's always been like that. So I'm not going to justify one thing over the other, but I just want to make sure that we all understand that. Anyways, I don't know what's going to take to actually unify this country of ours. What's it going to take to make everybody happy? It's going to be impossible. But we have to be accepting of each other to an extent. I mean, let's just be realistic. I'm not saying go do some asinine thing, regardless of what side you stand on. But hey, it's all about us. It's all about us and the people and trying to change the world that we're in and making it better all across the board. So there you go. That's my political rant for the day before we get into the, you know, that crap that we start talking about at some point. But it, we can only make it better if we choose to rely on each other to make it better and be understanding and have conversations and not be total punks when it comes to some of this stuff. I mean, if you go on to, to stupid social media, and I know I, I actually am on there, but I just find it interesting on how some people are so upset and how this is bullshit and all this other stuff and how some people are not upset and they're extremely happy and how it's not bullshit. But it's like, okay. And then we have a whole group of people that are like, I'm leaving Facebook and I'm going to parlor because they will not censor me. That's not having an open conversation. But social media sometimes can be a, it can be the pits, man. I saw a, I saw a speech, conversation, some people commenting. And some guy said something, leaning a little bit one way over the other. The next response, F you and you and your white thought process, thought process. So, I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But I think that we need to start having open conversations. But I'm not in a political party. I am not at a political event. This is not a political rally. It's a conversation. And I don't want to talk about politics anymore. It makes me want to throw up most of the time. Really, it does. It's just so, bleh. So, let's talk about some happier stuff right after this. Don't, Don't go, go anywhere. anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. For a higher road, heading for a better life without the heavy plights. I've done my share of dealing, I lied and I cheated too. It's all behind me now, and girl, I just can't wait to move on. Come and walk. 
heart beside me. Feel my honest aim. I'm reaching out my hand for you to claim. So darling, don't you Safer right now. I know I won't look back no more. I'm tired of playing games. My messy days are gone for sure. I found my place beside you. That's where I wanna build my home. The shadows and the light and brighten up my weary soul. Come and walk beside me. Feel my honest aim. I'm reaching out my hand for you to claim. So darling. That was a little brighter by Ed Mills here, rated R Safety Show. Safety FM, you know how it goes. I would give you the time, but it's not going to matter because it depends how you're listening to it. So it's 30 minutes, 34 minutes after the top of the hour. That's for sure. That is not going to change anything. So anyways, let's get back into the world of news and talk about some things are going on right now. So talking about the news, and let's talk about it right away. Yesterday morning it was revealed said talked talked about guess siri didn't like me talking um revealed and discussed alex trebek has died more than a year and a half after publicly revealing that he is stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis the Salisbury, ontario born trebek was american's top pop culture icon and a fixture in homes around the world as the beloved host of jeopardy for most of 35 years he was 80 years old. In October, Trebek said that he was hanging in there after announcing that he was undergoing another round of chemotherapy. He said, he said, quote, we'll play it by ear and keep on chugging along until we either win or lose and added that he was not afraid of dying. As already said, Alex Trebek was 80 at the time of his passing. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Trebek family. So the question becomes, of course, you had seen a lot of the stuff that he was already doing towards the end of his life, so we'll see how those things continue on. And, of course, whoever comes in next to host Jeopardy has huge shoes to feel. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit real quick about some other stuff going on in celebrity news. Johnny Depp will no longer be appearing in The Fantastic Beast. Franchise after losing his libel suit against the tabloid that called him a wife beater. Deb confirmed that he was asking to step down following a judge's ruling the substantial truth as his ex-wife, Amber Turd, in a statement. He manifested his innocence, and he said that he plans to appeal. Deb portrayed the dark wizard in the first two installments. Third film is currently in production. Anyways, calling, talking about all kinds of weird stuff. Have you seen the Ferris Bueller, the movies making the rounds again? Matthew Broderick says that he also tr almost turned down the lead role for Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986. The movie is one of the most iconic roles, but according to him, quote, I thought the script was great and had a teeny hesitation because of having just done the plays Brighton Beach and Biloxi Blues. I was like, wow. I'm talking to the audience just like these plays. And he went on to explain that as a young actor, you feel like you have to do something different. Fortunately, Broderick and friends and families and his agent urged him to take the role because it was John Hughes directing. Now, this is not a joke as I say this following thing. The reason why this keeps on making it into the news is because they're talking about making a sequel but this time in a nursing home. And that is not a joke. 
More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. So not a joke at all there, just in case, because I know some people are going to be like, you're lying. No, I'm not lying. Look it up. It's all there and available. So now you're here. Let's talk about it some more. Now you can commute even if you're working from home. What? Yeah. If you're working from home, you might feel like never leaving work these day for <laughs> these days. Well, the Marriott says that there's here to help. The hotel chain is offering a new day pass and other options to members of the Marriott Bonvoy travel program in some cities as ways to work remotely and get out of the house. A day pass guests get a hotel room from 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. with Wi-Fi, desk space, a chair, and, of course, electrical outlets. They also enjoy coffee, bottled water, and food, and access to on-site business facilities such as printing, faxing, people who still use fax machines, uh, scanning equipment, plus parks like gym and pool. Some locations are also offering supervised children, supervised children's and family activities. The day pass package is being offered in hotels in 19 international cities, and Marriott plans to add more locations. Plus, you can get to wake-up call when it's time to go home. Some people will go to tremendous lengths just not to see their house on Zoom. <laughs> oh, and then they say they have Wi-Fi. But last time I stayed there, the only reception was just inside of the front door. Boy, is that kind of a common thing. Think about it that way. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I don't know. Is that even an option to go hang out at a hotel for some? I'm going to go hang out at a hotel. I wonder if I could move this to a hotel. Do this at a hotel for a couple of days. It'd be interesting for sure. Because I don't think the internet could handle everything that we got going on. That's for sure. Anyways, not so hot. The idea of a simple... Paint, <laughs> simple paint could be almost effective as modern air conditioner. Sounds crazy, right? But if it, if it works, we say, take my money, please. Engineers in Purdue University have unveiled a revolutionary radiative cooling white paint that they say that can surface up to 18 degrees Fahrenheit. So 7.8 degrees Celsius, cooler than the ambient temperature. It works by absorbing almost no solar energy and actually sending the heat away from the surfaces. They say that currently available white paint reflects about 80 to 90 percent of the sunlight and can't achieve the temperatures below its surrounding. But the new estimate. Oh, excuse me. But the new estimate of the new reflective white paint could also be cheaper than produce more commercial white paint and save homeowners about a dollar a day for air conditioning. So the question right away that I have, does it come in black? Yeah, you heard me. Sure, but I'd rather have, you know, to spend my whole summer painting because I want to do that. And then, of course, I'll be the first time that I'll ever put a coat on because it's too hot. You get it? You get it? You get it? Because I didn't. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, a third grader in Celeste, Texas has won kids category at the USA Mullet Championship. Yeah, the eighth grader old, the eight, oh my God, the eighth grader old, the eight-year-old Jackson Crossland is one of hundreds of across the country who submitted photos of their Camaro crash helmet, ranging in styles from freedom flappers to modern mullet and Tennessee top hat. Jackson falls under the curly category. His mom, Zoe, says that she, he has been ecstatic since winning the $500 prize. Jackson's response, I can't give autographs right away because I don't know how to write cursive. Yep, I said that. Don't worry, kid. Many of your sports hair, many of your, oh my God, many who sport your hairstyle don't know how to write cursive either. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, with the presidential election results in, those who have been spending our evening flipping through the news channels, vainly searching for an update. 
should find what we have a bit of extra time on our hands. And with the doom and gloom and negativity that have been exposed to lately, why should, why not just do a feel-good movie to watch? Here are a few that you can think of right away if you're just looking for some of those feel-good moments. So here you go, starting off with Shazam. <laughs> Zachary Levy won the hearts years ago starring in NBC series Chuck and his latest, he'll practically be perfect as a superhero. Legally Blonde is another option in case you want something to watch. Reese Weatherspoon was great in this comedy about a sorority girl who heads off to Harvard Law School in 2001's film's purge movie sequel and a Broadway musical and a reality show. The next one would be Moonstruck. Cher, who won an Oscar for Best Actress back in 1988 for her performance, was a delight starring in the as the widow who falls for her young fiance, or for fiance's youngers, yeah, and more passionate brother, played by Nicolas Cage. And then, last but not least, if you're just looking for a feel-good moment for the later this evening, um, for stuff to watch, of course, Pitch Perfect, Anna Kendrick and Rebel Wilson lead the cast in this charming film set for the world of a cappella singing competitions. Name some more feel-good movies, damn it! I need some. Oops, what did he just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when the computer gets pissed off that you hit it too hard. So anyway, so some interesting stuff to do, because you know you're going to have a lot of spare time now. You're not going to be flipping to see who won the election. Now you're going to be flipping to see what the hell is going on inside of the courts. You know you are, because I am. And so is everybody else on the planet. At least on this side of the planet. I don't know. Maybe the other side of the planet. Maybe both sides of the planet. Who the hell knows? Anyways, did you know Baby Nancy, the first black baby doll to have an afro and an other authentic features, was inducted to the National Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah, you heard me correctly. On Thursday, along the sidewalk chalk in the wooden blocks that we use here in all training classes for safety across the world. Jenga. The 2020 honorees were recognized for their creativity, popularity over time, and they were chosen from a list of 12 contenders, beating out classic like Bingo, My Little Pony, and Tamagotchi? I don't even know what the hell that is. The, st- the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York, heads the Hall of Fame and has inducted new toys since 1988. So there you go. So the next time that you need to buy some Jenga because you have a class going on because you've misplaced some, tell them. Tell them at work that you need approval for an award-winning object. You know, an award-winning object before you just pop it out there. Because, you know, you just don't want to pop those things out. Because most people have, I like, most people that I know have multiple sets of Jengas. They just do. It's the kind of the way that it goes. So here we go. Let's talk about some stuff from the swamp because that's the way that we're going to need to go today. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is is taking names, literally. On Twitter, she wrote, if anyone's um, achieving these Trump cycle punts for when they try to downplay or deny their their complicity in the future, I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets writing photos in the future. Many supporters took to the platform defending their stance on President Trump. Other Jews parallels to communist society that root out people who don't toe the party line. In other news, major news networks began calling the presidential race for Joe Biden Saturday morning. He's projected to win and take him home to take him the oldest president ever and the election of running mate Kamala Harris, Kamala, Kamala Harris, will make her her first woman to hold the number two slot. So there you go. That's going on. And, you know, regardless of whoever won this time around, it was going to be the oldest president ever that was going to be elected. So just so you know, President Trump was spotted playing golf on Saturday as he's continued his bluster on social media vowing to wage legal war in multiple states to prove that biden's wins was illegitimate so there you go that is what's going on in the swamp and you want to know the greatest part about it we're already out of it that's what i love (laughs) short simple and sweet that's the best way to keep it. Anyways, no winner for Friday night's Mega Million Drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $152 million jackpot or $117.5 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball Drawing. Either Wednesday's drawing will be for $158 million jackpot or $123.6 million cash payout. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there. Let's give you the top five from the box office because, you know, there are some people still making it into the movies. The, empath- the Empty Man, $277,000. 
at the number five spot. Toy Story re-released $505,000. And then Tenet made $905,000 at number three. Honest Thief made $1.1 million at number two. And The War with Grandpa, $1.5 million. That's jumping up from the number three spot from last week to where they are today. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of that world. For sure. For sure. So I got some news if you wanted to know. Here we go. Just Jurassic Park World Dominion has wrapped up filming after 18 months, 14,000, te- or sorry, 40,000 tests and millions spent in COVID protocols. D- the director revealed to Deadline that there are a lot of emotions as filming comes to a close. As previous reported, the movie was one of the first to return production after the pandemic shut everything down in the spring and on pending the entire industry so there you go that's what's going on there and then let me give you some bad news depending on who you are (laughs) netflix has halted production of the witcher following multiple positive covid cases on the set the cast and crew will be all tested and those impacted will be isolated according to sources close to the film This is the second time that filming has been stalled due to the virus. And I know a lot of people loved Superman in that one or whatever the hell the dude's name is. But yeah, that is what's going on for sure. A lot of of interesting things there. So think about it that way. Um, Some other things. Al Roker revealed that he has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. The Today Show star 66 thanks the fans for the overwhelming support after sharing his diagnosis. He also revealed that the next steps is in his cancer journey includes surgery this week our thoughts and prayers are with him and let me tell you there is a line that i for sure use all the time that i have sure for sure heard al roker use love that guy he's really good at what he does great weather guy by the way a lot of course and of course over the weekend a lot of stuff coming in from people posting about alex trebek so a lot of that going on for sure Let's talk a little bit about what happened in the world of sports. Athletes through <laughs> athletes had thoughts on Joe Biden being projected as the next president over the US, over the weekend, included LeBron James, who wrote, Let's go, black voters came through again. Be proud as hell. Do not stop. We must stay organized and keep working. We just tip it off. I promise that I'm here for y'all throughout. Megan Raponi. Rapani, whatever, President-elect Joe Biden and Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, congrats. And then your vote counts. Meanwhile, Warren Sapp reminded Trump supporters to lower their truck flap to half mass. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk a little bit about what happened back on this day. Back in 2015, SeaWorld in San Diego announces it will overhaul its killer whale show after controversy of the whale's treatments. The show, which has been part of the park identity for decades, was replaced with a convers- with conservation-based shows. Remember, wasn't it Blackfish that started all this in that particular regard? I want to say that it was. Anyways, let's talk real quick about some birthdays, birthday, birthdays. Cisco, rapper, turns 42. Nick Lachey turns 47 today. Uh, let's see. Hold on. And then Vanessa Manillo turns 40 today. So her and her husband, who is Nick Lachey, have the same birthday. How weird is that? Chris Jericho turns 50 today. And Lou Ferrigno, yeah, the Incredible Hulk, yeah, he turns 69. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. That's for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Let's jump around and run some more and talk about some other stuff going on today. For sure. Let's see. Um, Let me give you some whack facts real quick. If you want, and if you can't know, let's talk about them. In Thailand, it is a courtesy to give presents on your birthday. Yeah, to give them on your birthday. A cricket cannot hear its own chirping. Until 2004, caffeine was considered the International Olympics Committee list of banned substances. Should be probably on the band of substances on some organizations, but that's a whole other conversation. On average, there are about 178 sesame seeds on a McDonald's Mick Mac bun. 
Micmac, Micmac, listen to me, Big Mac bun. 7.5 million toothpicks can be created from one cord, a cord of a tree. Breathing in helium before playing the clarinet will raise its pitch. <gasps> there you go. Some things to think about for sure. Um, let's talk about some questions. If you ever had to write a superhero application, here's some questions you might want to ask. Aside from superhuman strengths, what are your strengths? Which relatives of yours tragically died inspiring you to become a superhero? Are you allergic to spandex? How poorly can you hide your true identity? Do you see yourself more as an ear hero or a sidekick? Where do you see yourself in five sequels? Do you have special skills? Are you just rich? How comfortable are you wearing your underpants on the outside of your clothing? What was the estimated cost of the damages done public property on your last super mission? Please provide a list of three preferences of references who are not found in a comic book or a graphic novel. And, of course, last but not least, do you even lift, bro? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's talk about some slices of BS to share with you real quick. A survey suggested women spend a full month of every year worrying. The other 11 months, they're spent talking and talking and talking about, about it with their girlfriends. Who wrote that? Because that's terrible. <laughs> a man was busted for cooking chickens in Yellowstone Hot Spring. He has been charged with two counts of criminal trespassing and one count of impersonating a Warner Brothers cartoon. Social media critics say that they're experiencing narcissistic epidemic. But I disagree on Instagram in the form of a food selfie. Therefore, we're not. An online poll suggested married women are more likely to have sexual AIDS than single women. This is true. People that I have <laughs> people that I've been with before have one. His name is Alexander, and he cleans the pool. My <laughs> a study claims that all countries, British women wear the highest heels. This is just in when I'm home alone, and apparently. A British woman. And then last but not least, <laughs> Jeopardy host Alex Trebek had passed away at the age of 80 from the pancreatic cancer. What is today's sad news? Think about it that way. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on real quick. Going on inside of the world. Let's talk about trivia that you could use today if you so desire to do so. So here you go. What year did World War I begin? 1914, 1905, 1919, or 1939. Correct answer, 1914. What is the scientific name for the kneecap? Femur? Scapula? Patella? Snuggle Do you know what it is? It's Patella. Let's see. Which movie contains the quote, say hello to my little friend? Scarface, Reservoir Dogs, Goodfellas, or Shrek? Of course, Shrek. Okay, I'm lying. It's Scarface. It's Scarface. Okay, let's continue. If you need a phone starter for today, go with something like this. What stupid question have you always wanted to ask? Where does the wind start? Do people in countries that drive on the left also walk on the left-hand side of a hallway? Why do some people begin a sentence with, yeah, no? If you need a random joke for today, use this one. This is a great healer, but a terrible beautician. If you need something to talk about around the water cooler, think about this one. In a survey that's of the strangest things people have done while driving, 3% have said that they have done this. What is it? Switch 
drivers. So there you go. A lot of interesting things going on right there. Let me talk about some other stuff real quick. If you are suffering of signs of depression or struggling and contemplating suicide, there's a phone number that you can call have somebody to talk to. That is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. This is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right there for you, for you to have a conversation with them and see exactly what's going on. If you decide not that you don't want to do a phone call, you want to shoot over a text, they cannot accept text messages, but you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. So that's some options available for you, for you to do so. If you need some days of the year to celebrate today, let's go with a couple of these. National Scrapple Day, National Louisiana Day, National Desktop Cleanup Day, Admitting Your Mistakes Day, Life Evacuation Day, Forest Photoshop Day, and National Second Chance Day. So there you go. If you need some days of the year to celebrate, that's what we got for you today. Anyways, I want to leave you with this one. Just something to think about. If you need something to think about and you want something to process throughout the day, the words you speak become the house you live in. Think about that. Think about it, and you'll know exactly where to go next. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM. We stream across the multiverse, safetyfm.tv, safetyfm.com. Yeah, a little bit of Safety FM, everything, and then, of course, inside of the other different services. You can also download our Safety FM radio app. Let me make sure that I'm clear. Radio app, if you're desired to do so, to take a listen to us on our streaming radio system. We're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anyways, thank you for listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. I'll see you tomorrow. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.